What's to y'all? Welcome back. This is episode seven um, of the What's Tea podcast, your weekly podcast for introspection and inspiration. It's a little late in the day, um, later than I normally post because my work schedule got messed up. And so like, I'm kind of messed up. I'm used to like, first thing in the morning, breakfast juice podcast, you know, well, worship breakfast juice podcast. And that's not how my day went today. Um, so if it's scattered, um, bear with me, but I think, I think we're going to be good. Um, so this week we are going to talk about, um, what is your why? What is your reason? Why are you doing the things that you're doing? Um, this has been an interesting time period for me. I want to say probably the past two or three weeks, um, I've kind of been off. Um, I've been extremely lazy and I think a large part of that has to do with the fact that I am not in my own space. Um, I've been dog sitting for the past three weeks. Hello business. Um, and when it's something about not being in your own space that kind of just like throws off your game. Um, so I think laziness has translated into an idle mind and an idle mind breeds nothing but turmoil. Let me tell you. Um, so I kind of had like a depressive episode not too long ago and I've just, I've been going through the, the ebbs and flows, you know what I'm saying? Um, so now, so today I want to talk about my why, um, when I was preparing, so when I do my podcast every Tuesday, as you all know, and, um, I probably start thinking about what my next one is going to be about around Friday. Um, so Friday I was thinking, Saturday I was thinking, Sunday I was thinking, and I was just like, I have no idea what I want, what I want this to be about. And I periodically check my listens or whatever. And, you know, a couple people listen to it. It's still up and coming, but it's not like booming. And part of that is my fault because my um, social media marketing is literally trash. Get me together. You know what I'm saying? Um, And so I was thinking about it and I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. What if I just end it? I'm just going to put out a podcast that says, thank y'all for listening. I'm glad y'all lasted seven weeks. Um, Goodbye. And really all of that stemmed from a feeling of like inadequacy and my podcast. I've been doing this for almost two months and I'm not, you know, getting all the numbers and I don't have a million subscribers and I don't have this and I don't have that. And it's like, girl, what is six weeks? You know what I'm saying? How long is six weeks? Really? In the grand scheme of things, you're 27 years old. Six weeks has gone by like that. You know what I'm saying? And why are you really doing this? Like what, what is your true goal? Because in a previous podcast, I said, you know, if I touch 30 people, I'm fine with that. Like if that's all this podcast is for, then that's all it's for. Um, so what, what is the truth? You know what I'm saying? Are you, are you content with touching 30 people or do you want the masses to be following you? You know what I'm saying? And so I had to check myself and realize that 
yes, I want, you know, as many people as possible to listen to my podcast. And sure, I want, you know, endorsements and advertisements and people giving me checks just to talk into a microphone. All of that would be very pleasant to my life. Um, But what is my why? And my why is to help people by exposing the things that I have been through and that I'm going through. My why is to tell people about God from a non-preachy, non-judgmental standpoint. My why is to show people that a 27-year-old broke millennial who curses and goes to the club sometimes still loves Jesus and still can show you how he works in her life. And I had to literally tap back into that because I got consumed with everyone else's everyone else's life instead of focusing on my own and everyone else's you know lane instead of staying in my own um there's a book that has literally like changed my life I read it last year I was reading it when or I finished reading it right before I quit my job um my full-time office job um it's called you are a badass And I promise you, God is all up and through that book, okay? And me and my best friend, Troy, have spoken about it before, and she was reading it too, and she said she felt weird because the title has a curse word in it, but the book literally is like God is speaking to you. And I was telling her, like, God is not phased by somebody saying ass in the title of a book. He's just not, you know what I'm saying? He's just not. I think we as humans and we as Christians put that stigma on those words. And and I'm not saying I would get up on the pulpit and curse, but God is not going to let the title of a book stop him from speaking to me. So anyway, that was a tangent. But there is a quote in the book um, that says, you are more than enough. Um, Avoid comparison like the plague. And I really need to like write that on my mirror in my bathroom and write that on my mirror in my bedroom and put a post-it on my living room wall and put it posted on my TV and put a magnet on my computer because avoid comparison like the plague. I cannot tell you how many times I've been doing just fine, living my life, you know what I'm saying? Just living happy. And I look on somebody's Instagram or somebody's Facebook or somebody's Twitter and am immediately brought down because this person is doing X, Y, Z. And I want to do X, Y, and Z, but I'm not there yet. So I suck. You know what I'm saying? And that's literally, it goes just that fast. Um, And it's like, no, like you are enough. You are here to do a thing that that person is not here to do. So you are not progressing any more toward that thing by comparing yourself to that person because that person has literally nothing to do with you. And the funny thing is I have you are enough literally plastered around my apartment and sometimes I forget it still, even still, you are enough. And I'm saying this to you and I'm saying this to me, you are enough And if you continue to focus on what the world is doing, you're never going to accomplish what you are supposed to do. You have a thing to contribute to the world and it has nothing to do with everybody or anybody else. One day I'll do a podcast about my struggle with relationships and 
daddy issues and life issues, that podcast is not today. But what I will touch on is um, going back to comparing myself to other people. Another thing that I compare is relationships. Um, there are two people that I know who got engaged this weekend. Congratulations, y'all. Y'all are awesome. I'm so happy for you. Um, and then I also know another person who's getting married this weekend. And then my best friend got married last year. Um, my best friend, Lauren, not my best friend, Troy. And my cousin got married the year before or a couple months after that. And happy for these people, like happy, happy, happy. But when I get into the mode, the comparison mode, the you are not enough mode, immediately I just tank and I get into that. I'm never going to get married. Nobody's ever going to love me phase. And that's literally a thing that I have to deal with on a daily basis because for whatever reason, I'm sure daddy issues. Okay. I have spent the majority of my 27 years on this earth focusing on relationships you know, if I wasn't in one, I was talking to somebody or I was waiting for my next one or I was sad because I wasn't in one or whatever. And it was literally not until this very year, 2017, that I realized that I have spent all of my time focused on everybody else and not enough time or not any time focused on myself. Um, so in 2017, I let go of a man that I had been obsessed with. And I don't mean like stalking his Facebook and, you know, all of these things, but just enamored by, damn near in love with. And you know what I'm saying? I'm not even saying that lightly. I'm not going to claim it, but you know what I'm saying? We're going to put it out there as a possibility. And I let him go because he was not feeding me the way that I needed to be fed. And for the first time in all of my days, I chose myself over a man that I wanted. I chose myself over a relationship. And since I've done that, I have been the most free that I have ever been in my life. And these this past week or so, <clears throat> specifically Sunday night, I have reverted back to that person who is never going to get married and is always going to be alone and it's going to be sad and lonely for the rest of her life. And I, I went back there and it hurt and it didn't hurt because I truly felt that way, but it hurt because I felt like all of the progress and all of the things that I've done since I have made the decision to love me went down the drain. And of course that is not true because you know what I'm saying? All I have to do is pick it, pick it right back up. You know, I, I fell for a second and now I'm back. Here we go. You know what I'm saying? We're back on the grind. But it, if it sucked, it really sucked to look at myself and be laying in my bed, literally crying over somebody I haven't spoken to in three months, crying, tears, real life tears, got to go to work at seven o'clock the next morning, can't go to sleep because I'm thinking about this guy because everyone around me is happy. Why can't I be happy? When in reality, I am happy. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not the happiness that they have. It's not the companionship happiness. I'm happy by myself. I am so content sitting in my house with my dog and cooking and watching TV or listening to a podcast or recording a podcast or reading or just being alone. I am so happy doing that. So why at the drop of a hat 
am I able to just completely forget about that happiness because I want the companionship of someone else? It's mind boggling to me, to be quite honest. (sighs) Okay, that was that was a lot. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So going back to the book, going back to You Are a Badass, um, there's a quote by Anais Nin. Anais Nin, I'm not sure if I'm saying her name properly. Please, somebody correct me if you would like. Um, The quote is, and the day came when the risk to remain tight in a bud was more painful than the risk it took to blossom. And that is literally what is happening to my life right now. Um, I have this idea for a business that is, if, if my vision is correct, it is going to be larger than me. Larger than anything that I could have ever thought of. Uh, or that I thought I could ever think of. Um, and, and and it's it's cool, you know what I'm saying? Because everybody wants to have this, you know, brilliant idea or whatever. But it's scary because for the first time in my life, I have a vision with where I'm supposed to go. And I have no idea how to do it. And I have no idea if I'm going to succeed. And I would rather just sit on my couch and do nothing because like the rest of it is scary. You know what I'm saying? But what is your why? You know what I'm saying? What, what is my why? Why do I want to do this? Do I want to do this to be rich and famous? No, I want to do this because I feel like this is what my purpose is. So I have to do it. I have to go out there and I have to ask the questions to the, you know, people that I don't want to ask, not because I don't want to ask it because I'm antisocial and I would rather be in my house, listening to a podcast, watching TV, laying on my love sack. It's just what I would rather do. And I can't do that if I'm going to build this empire that I want to build. Passion and purpose are two completely different things. And all of my life, literally all of my life, I have always known that my passion is animals. It's always been a thing. Ask anybody that I know, anybody that knows me, animals, okay? My purpose has also always been animals. I've always known that. When I was younger, I wanted to be a vet. I went to school to become a vet, got a job working as a vet tech, thought I was going to be a vet, started working there. I said, absolutely not. This is not, this is not what I'm doing. Okay, well, maybe I'm not supposed to work with animals anymore. Cool. (laughs) What else am I supposed to do? And so... From that point to, you know, last week or whatever, when I had this vision, I don't know what the heck I was supposed to do. I started the pet care business. For those of you who don't know, Safe Haven Pet Care is my business. Send your dogs to me, you know, safehavenpetcare.com. Refer your friends, okay? Um, And your cats. I take cats too. And I'm also watching a chinchilla right now. So your rodents as well, I guess. Um, Anyway, shameless plug. But so I started my pet care business and cool, you know what I'm saying? That's a thing. But I, I never, I never had a vision for where it was going to go. Um, and in truth, if I'm being 100% honest, I have never up until this last week had a vision for my life. I've never been able to see myself past wherever I was. I've known, you know, what I wanted to do or what I thought I wanted to do. I'm going to be a vet. I'm going to run this pet care business. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. I'm going to work in an office. I'm going to be an entrepreneur. But I never could see the future. I never saw where I was going. Since I've gotten this idea, I can see it 
so clearly. And that scares the crap out of me because now I have to do it. And how am I supposed to do it? I have no idea, girl. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I would much rather just make money sitting on the other end of this microphone talking to y'all about my problems. I don't got to do much. I got to write down a couple notes. I got to look up a couple quotes or a couple Bible verses. I got to plug up my microphone and I got to press record and that's it. And y'all can listen to my quote unquote sexy, sultry voice and I can get paid for it. I would much rather do that. But no, God gave me this vision that is going to take money and time and effort and networking and it's rough and I am scared. But what is my why? My why is to fulfill my purpose and to live my passion. And my purpose and my passion, even though they've always been the same thing, they're finally colliding. They're finally coming together as one. And that is lighting a fire in me that I didn't know existed. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a thing, you know what I'm saying? I'm having a moment because what? Anyway, another quote in the book, it says, all that matters is what's true for you. And if you can stay connected to that without straying, you will be a mighty superhero. Hell yeah, I want to be a superhero. You know what I'm saying? I want to conquer the world. And I don't necessarily mean like the entire world, but even if nobody knows my name, If I am making a vast difference in changing people's lives in a positive way, I'm fulfilling my purpose. If I am helping animals every single day of my life, I'm fulfilling my purpose. I'm living in my truth. And as long as I live in my truth, as long as I stay in my lane, as long as I can stay connected to my God, I might as well wear an S on my chest. You know what I'm saying? Or a W or whatever. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So the, the moral of the story is find your why, because the moment you do that, the moment you push past the logistics and the, you know, oh, it makes sense for me to do this because money or, oh yeah, I should do this because flexibility or the moment that you can figure out your why and figure out where your passion and your purpose collide, your doors will open and your mind will explode because you're not going to know what the heck to do with it. But as scary as it is, there's peace. (sighs) Thanks for listening to episode seven. Hit me up on Twitter and Instagram at what's T pod. Um, you can also find me on Facebook. Just search what's T question mark. Send me an email. Tell me what your person, per, what your person, there we go. Passion and purpose has collided. You know what I'm saying? Just tell me what your passion is. Tell me what your purpose is. And maybe we can figure out how to make them join together. Until next time, love yourself. Love God. Trust the process. Peace.